EO Fire 1343. Keep moving forward. Keep persisting. Keep on keeping on. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and ignite. It's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay, but a lot of payment partners don't make that easy. With Braintree, it's different. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Chris Miles. Chris, are you prepared to ignite Let's light her up, man. <laughs> Chris, the cash flow expert, is a leading authority showing growing entrepreneurs how to quickly free up and create cash flow today. He's an author, speaker, and radio host that's been featured in US News, CNN Money, Bankrate, and has spoken to thousands, getting them fast financial results. Chris, take a minute, fill in any gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, you bet. You know, so I actually was raised near Portland, Oregon. You know, so I'm a West Coaster, right? Uh, moved out to Utah about 17 years ago and uh, ended up getting married and having six kids and got stuck here ever since. <laughs> stuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, you know, when you got like that many kids, I mean, you got you to have a whole village you got to bring with you, you know, it's like, it's like refugees. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I've been out here. Um, I went, originally went to school out here, went to like ballroom dancing, Japanese, you know, psychology, sociology. Uh, but I end up going into business. And and that's kind of where I've been today is I've been a business owner now for the last 14 years. Well, Fire Nation, if you recognize Chris's voice, he was actually episode 502 of EO Fire. So Chris, Chris, do the math. That was 841 episodes ago, which is insane. Crazy. I mean, that is like almost three years ago. Yeah, I know. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about today because a lot has happened in the past three years and every entrepreneur's life. And, and Chris is no exception to this rule. Uh, did you have six kids three years ago? No, I had five. Oh, so another one's entered the picture. There you go. He just has added to his band of refugees. <laughs> but Chris, <laughs> let's talk about today right now before we get into a little bit of the past. How are you generating revenue in your business right now? And in the best way possible, working less and making more. Oh, love that. <laughs> um, the, the way I've been doing it lately has really been through, uh, I mean, although I put on events and things like that and I, and I do my own podcast show and that kind of stuff, I'll tell you, it's the cool thing is that it's with me, it's been like the one-on-one -on -one consulting, just having the best people, the best clients show up in my life and, and it's just been rocking it that way. Let's get a little more specific. How do the dollars come in the doors? Oh, they come in the doors. Uh, like I said, I put on events. So I make money with events. I make money actually through my programs, you know, CDs and things like that I have online. And then one-on-one -on -one consulting, you know, where people hire me to, to work with them to be their cash flow expert. To kind of be like your, kind of like their own little financial advisor of sorts, but for, for business owners. Now, Chris, if you sent me a CD, I would have nothing to do with it. I mean, I don't have anywhere to play a CD. What happens when people get that? Well, that's a funny thing. Most people never ask for CDs anymore for the last couple of years. <laughs> so uh, I've, I've been sending them downloads. It was just this last, uh, just this last little while. Somebody said, Hey, can you send me the CDs? I'm like, Oh crap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> No problem. I, I got downloads, but yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go have some made. <laughs> so. 
I actually am kind of bummed about my, because I got a computer like a year and a half ago that, that, that was new then, but that com- this computer that I'm talking into right now, it doesn't have a CD player. And so I subscribe to Success Magazine, which I love as a magazine, and every month they send you this great CD as well in the magazine that has all this great content. And I'm like, I can never get that content. I used to be able to pop it into my <laughs> old computer, like download the MP3s and then listen to it. Now it's just like Frisbee for my dog. It's like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I try to figure out where that boom box went, right? Oh man. So Chris, let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment. Now, I'm not sure how far back you're going to go because you might not have had that bad of a moment in the past few years, but take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment either ever or in the last three years, but really take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. Yeah. I'd say the worst entrepreneurial moment I've ever had, um, was really back in uh, 2007, like end of 2007 through about 2009. So it was about a two-year period or almost two years. That's a tough moment. It was. I mean, it's like the Great Recession, if you remember it back then. And, uh, and it was one of those times where I actually had retired a, pre- a few years previously. Wow. I'd actually retired with, you know, as a 28-year-old and, you know, I was loving life and, and, and having a great lifestyle. Uh, but, you know, I, I cut off some of those income streams to to shift directions with a business that I was forming with some other partners. And what ended up happening is, is we were focused all on real estate investors. And ironically, as you all know, I mean, the uh, real estate market just tanked in those years. And as a result, when they they didn't get paid, they didn't have money. And when they didn't have money, they didn't pay us. And next thing you know, I found myself in the hole like $16,000 a month, meaning I was short. 16,000 a month between my business and my personal expenses. And, uh, and I was about, I went from like millionaire to upside down millionaire. I, I lost almost everything. Didn't file for bankruptcy, but I was pretty dang close. And so, uh, it was, it was a moment where I'll tell you, like, it was weird because, you know, I was the guy, I, I thought I would have the Midas touch. I thought I had it all figured out. And, uh, and I was the guy telling people how to get out of the rat race only to find myself back in it. And that's where uh, it was a very humbling, humbling experience. Lots of fear, lots of crap, lots of depression, um, lots of wanting to give up or just not knowing what to do, just, you know, feeling helpless and hopeless, right? Okay, two things. How did you get out of that funk? Like, what was that first turn that kind of got you to kind of come up from that rock bottom? And what was the biggest lesson you learned through that? I think the biggest thing that helped turn me around is, is understanding that there are no accidents, right? That everything happens for a reason, even if we don't understand why. And so I, 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 I didn't know what the reason was, but I had that, that faith, you know, to kind of keep moving forward, to keep going and say, you know what, there's gotta be a reason for it. And maybe there's somebody that will get some benefit from it because of what I was going through. So I did, I kept going, I kept pushing and, uh, and eventually, you know, started to dig back out when I, I started to submit, I guess the best word for it. I submitted to the experience to say, I'm, it's okay. I don't care if it takes me, you know, two days or two decades. Like I'm going to keep living the principles, things like dollars follow value, like, which was one that helped me get to the point where I was able to retire. Now it's like, I was being tested on it, wondering if that was really what I believed. You know, did I really believe that I had to go out and create value for people, even if there was no promise of return or reciprocity? So I did. I kept working. I, I kept uh, you know, finding ways to serve people. And found out the service is really free. It requires time and energy, but it doesn't always require money. Even though I had no credit, no savings, I was flat broke. I still knew that I could offer my value to people. And ironically, what helped me get out of it was 
the experiences that I learned for myself where I had to dig myself out of the financial hole as well, um, both making money as well as getting my expenses under control, getting my debt under control, dealing with creditors or calling me multiple times a day, wow. battling all of that. That was actually the very thing that people needed and still to this day need because everybody talks about money. They're talking about, hey, here's your save your money for five million years. Maybe you'll retire, all that crap. But I'm like, <laughs> dude, what about today? What about right now? What can I do to solve my financial problems right now? And so when I was able to learn from those experiences, we just happened to get connected with some really good centers of relationships because we had to get ourselves in that abundant state. By staying in that abundant state, we got connected with a couple people. One was a chiropractor, a chiropractic coach, and the other was a dental coach. And, uh, and I remember one of the first people I got was, was a, a chiropractic coach that worked for that guy. And we found like $100,000 he overpaid in, back, in, in taxes for the previous three years. So we're able to get him a hundred grand back from the IRS. And he was like freaking out. He was, he was thinking it was awesome. And some other guys like we were able to find like 50 or $60,000 a year. And it was just, it was so crazy. It was doing so much good for them that they were just, you know, just talking about us like crazy. And the next thing we know, we went from like maybe eking out a half million dollars in that business that, that year of 2009 to then doing over 5 million in 2010. And it just, you know, massive, it just grew on a massive scale and was able to reverse my situation even more because now I had everything under control, but now the income side was coming with it as well and helped help me accelerate and pay off like over 900 grand of debt in three years. Fire Nation, let's talk about attitude. Attitude is something that you have control over when you're talking about your attitude. You can have a crappy attitude when things are going bad. You can complain, moan, groan, you know, gossip, do all those things that are just stupid and waste time. Or you can say, you know what? I'm in control of my attitude. I'm taking responsibility for the situation. I'm going to have an attitude of one that's going to take positive steps and movement towards a solution. Great book that I love. I haven't mentioned for a long time on the show, Man's Search for Meeting by Viktor mm. Frankl. Here's a guy, you know, in a concentration camp in World War II, the absolute worst conditions, you know, taken away from his wife, his children, his loved ones, and he just loses it all. But the one thing that he kept was his attitude because he knew that was the one thing he could keep control over with everything going on around him. And if that person, Victor, can do that in that situation, who's to say that you can't do that in your situation? The answer is you can. It's your attitude. Now, let's do a little bit of a shift, Chris, because I want you to share with us an aha moment. I mean, you just shared with us a huge aha moment that you had that you went through and it was able to erase 900K in debt in three years. That's amazing. But you've had a lot of these great aha moments. So take us to one of the greatest aha moments that you've had in just the past couple of years here that you've been like, wow, that's an idea. Wow, that's an epiphany. And how do you take action on that aha moment to turn it into success? You know, I think one of the biggest things is, is understanding your niche and understanding who you serve because clarity creates confidence. You know, that's one thing I've, I've, I've discovered. Like, I can't tell you how the most perfect people have been attracted to my life lately because as I got really clear, I realized that the best people I serve are people that are like, you know, they're couples, they're business owners that either one will say, I'm making more money, but where's it all going? Like, it feels like my business is making more, but I'm not, I don't have a better lifestyle. How do, how do I get myself to have a better lifestyle? Okay. So Chris, you said that you can't believe that there's these people that have been attracted to you. Like, tell me a story of one of them. Like, take me to that moment when that clarity went off in this couple or these people, whoever they are, what's the story? Yeah. So I just did an event uh, last January 
And at that event, you know, I, I kind of didn't promote it very well. Like I was, I was horrible marketing it. <laughs> and uh, it was, I had another event the week prior. So I was focusing all of my efforts in that. I'm like, oh crap, I got an event coming up. All right. Well, I had invited certain people and what's interesting is only a few people showed up. It was, it was my smallest event I'd had in over a year, but every single person in that room became a client because I mean, they're sitting there and, and some of them were people that either just starting a business or had a business, but some of them had money sitting around. They're like, we don't know what to do with this. We want to make money in a way that we don't have to make money in business. We want to be able to make other streams of income too. And I'm like, I told him the first hour of the event, I turned to him. I said, you know what? You guys are perfect for me. You're exactly the kind of clients I need. Like you're perfect. So I'm like, let's just create a buttload of value for you in this event. And, uh, and then we'll work together. And they did all of them, <laughs> you know, and, and I loved it because that me being clear on knowing that I wanted people that said, Hey, I want my money working for me instead of me always work for my money. Like knowing those questions that people ask, those people will show up. That law of attraction works, especially when you're clear, like when you know who you are and who you're serving. It's amazing how those people just show up and you go, I go speak at an event and a couple people come up to me and they'll describe their situation. I'm like, you're easy. Like I'll tell them like, hey, you're not easy. Like you're, you know, easy, right? But, you know, you're easy for me to solve. Like you can't see the solution, but for me, you're like a cakewalk. You, you make me want to get up in the morning and, the, and those people just show right up. And it's, that's where I've been like speaking less, which is funny. I speak less, but I'm pickier about what I speak on or who I speak to. So I've been telling, I've been telling people no more often. And I'm just like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Here's what I go for. And voila, like the people show up and I make more money working less. It's crazy. It's awesome. You said the word show up and you said it in a different context that I'm going to use it, but I really want you fire nation to just think about those two words show up. I mean, Chris didn't have to show up at this event because, you know, of course it was his event, like he had some obligation to it, but, you know, he could have just canceled it because he was like, hey, like I just did this event the week before, I forgot to market for this next one, I don't have enough time to market, there's only going to be a handful of people that shows up, like it's probably going to be worth my time and he might not have showed up, but mm -hmm. guess what, he did, he showed up. And so what in your life, Fire Nation, are you not showing up for? maybe in your relationship, maybe in your business, maybe, you know, as a parent, you know, as a child, like whatever it might be, like, what are you not showing up as? And then what are you not showing up in specifically in this entrepreneurial adventure that you're on right now? Like just show up. I mean, I had people that came to me, I spoke at a conference the other week in Des Moines, Iowa. People came up to me, they're like, John, I was so close to not coming to this. I was just going to think it was a waste of time. It was the first time this conference was ever put on. I was thinking it was just going to be, you know, kind of, you know, just maybe not worth it not a value. And they're like, instead, I got this idea, you know, either from your talk or from Kevin Harrington's talk or from someone that was from stage. I said, we just got so much value that we're going to go back now and we have something for the first time in a long time because they showed up. So whatever you're doing, Fire Nation, show up. Show up. Chris, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness is discouragement. Um, I, I get easily discouraged. You know, I, I'm kind of an emotional guy sometimes, which is funny because, you know, I was told by some people like, man, you're like Spock. You don't have any emotions. <laughs> you're like, but, if you could only see me inside. <laughs> it's like, you can see I'm crying right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, I'll tell you, like, for example, the event I did just the week prior to that, which is funny because you talked about showing up. It would have been very tempting not to show up. One, because I didn't have a lot of attendees. Two, because the week prior, you know, I tend to have highs when I do events. You know, I don't know if you're like this, John, but like you do events, you're on a high and then you get home and you crash. So I have highs and then lows. And I remember crashing after that, that event, thinking the, the event prior to the, the event where I had new clients and thinking, oh, I'm so tired, man, maybe I should just quit my business. Mm. 
You know, like I'll get those feelings and those emotions. But I've sort of recognized now that those are just emotions. They're just feelings. They're thoughts. They're not real. So I'm like, okay, go to sleep, wake up in the morning. You'll probably feel different. <laughs> and, and eventually I did. Like people started sending me messages saying, this is life-changing. Thank you so much. This is awesome. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. I made a difference. But I'll tell you, discouragement comes in all the time. I was discouraged during that, that horrible time where I was like a million dollars in the hole. I was just, you know, I've been, I've been discouraged in the last year. I went through a divorce and had to deal with a business then too. And all that kind of stuff. I mean, I've had lots of discouragement, but the, the key is you keep persisting. You keep moving forward. What I want to kind of talk about as a solution here to this Fire Nation is surround yourself with the right people because you are always going to be the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And when you're surrounding yourself with people who you admire, who are just positive thinking, who are go-getters, who are motivational, inspirational in their own rights, then when you go through these little funks, they're going to pull you out of it. And guess what? They're not perfect either. They're going to go through those funks and then you can be there for them. You can be there for each other. That's why I'm such a proponent of masterminds. You know, I'm in a weekly mastermind. My time is very valuable, but I spend an hour a week with my mastermind partners and we keep each other in check. And when one of us in a funk, we knock each other out of it. Like that's how we roll. Now, what, Chris, is your biggest strength? My biggest strength I would say definitely is what I just ended on is persistence. Like I am someone that I just keep trying to master and perfect and just keep making it better and better. Um, and so that, that resolve to keep moving forward, to not give up, uh, sometimes to a fault, <laughs> you know, sometimes there's times you should just, you know, cut it off and, and say, okay, I see the writing on the wall. This is just, you know, brain damage right now. I'm just banging my head against the wall. But, you know, I'll tell you other times, I mean, just what I've been able to gum through and, and overcome that's what's given me the greatest value. I mean, all the things I've experienced is what I've been able to turn around and give to my clients. And I've helped people save tens of millions of dollars as well as, you know, be inspired and have more hope all because of the crap that I went through. Like my pain became everybody else's gain. So the ability to persist, to keep moving forward, even when most people would quit, that's definitely my greatest strength. Chris, what's one thing today, right now, that you are most fired up about? Be with you, man. Of course. Yeah. Well, what? I love that you're living in the moment. So few that's people right, say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. I mean, I think that's it. I mean, really the thing I'm most fired up about is that I have these people showing up that are the people that I need to serve. Like I can help anyone. There's no doubt. I mean, all of us have the ability to probably help just about anybody to some level. But it's so awesome to know that you're helping the right people that will rave about you. I mean, like, especially like last year going through a divorce, like it was hard to keep pushing forward through that. I mean, that was maybe in some cases, in some ways harder emotionally than even losing a million dollars. Right. But I'll tell you, like, just being able to have the right people show up. And, you know, like I had a client just a month ago, just a few weeks ago, even where uh, we were able to find another $4,163 a month. We were able to free up for them. That's almost 50 grand a year. Yeah. And she, the crazy thing is she works for a bank, Ugh. you know, she understands money and we're able to find like 50 grand a year. And she's like, crap, like now I have all this money. Now what? Well, cool. <laughs> Let's go do this. Now we can make some money with this. We can do, we can do some real estate investing or whatever, make an extra couple grand a month. And you know, all this cool stuff that can happen that by the end of the year, she might be making an extra 70 grand from what seems like nothing. And, uh, and that's just excites me when I have people that show up and say, Hey, here's my situation. Like I, there's gotta be an answer. I'm like, yes. And I'm it. Like <laughs> that just gets me fired up. Like I love it. Like I, I love creating. I love just being able to evolve as a business owner myself, be able to help others do the same and just get a huge, like this huge light bulb, aha, hopeful moment. That's what I love. 
Well, Fire Nation, you are going to love the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere because we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, you're working so hard to create and grow your business. You know having a solid platform is incredibly important, and now that you've nailed that down, it's time to figure out how you're going to grow a sustainable business that affords you freedom. Enter paying customers. It's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay, but a lot of payment partners don't make that easy. With Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take them all in over 130 currencies, and as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get started in a single integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. Chris, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Oh yeah. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The biggest thing holding me back obviously is fear, but I'd say uh, the fear of the unknown, uh, fear of nobody else in my family really being much of an entrepreneur. So being able to come just to try it out and do it, that was a big fear for me. What is the best advice you've ever received? Dollars follow value. You know, the more, if you want to create more money in your life, stop asking, how do I create more money? How do I make more money? Dumb question. Just ask yourself, how do I actually create more value? And money is the natural byproduct. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? <laughs> uh, I would say what I call the, what Tony Robbins would call the hour of power, where every morning I wake up, I exercise, I, you know, read good books or listen to podcasts. You know, I, I pray, meditate, you know, read scriptures, you name it. Like I'm doing all those things to get myself ready in the first thing of the day to get myself to an abundant state. And then I rock the rest of the day. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? I love to use Pocket Casts. Like I love to use that just to be able to get downloads and podcasts and things of that nature. So I love things that just, I'm not big on using my phone, but I love that one. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I would recommend, you know, if you're experiencing anything like what, if anything I'm talking about resonated today, I would say get the book from one of my friends, Greg Reed and Sharon Lecter, Three Feet from Gold. Uh, That one inspired me when I was going through my biggest crap and it helped me out so many ways. And there's great truths in there, great advice. And I'll tell you, that works. It's good stuff. Chris, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world that's identical to Earth but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I would do the same thing I had to do when I started Money Ripples with a two-year non-compete. <laughs> it's a, you know, and I had to start with brand new relationships. Yeah. Uh, it felt like a foreign planet, especially when I was focused on women, women entrepreneurs a lot at that time. I'll tell you, the biggest thing is, is that I would find people that are in that space. I would probably go find, um, you know, groups like that. Be like, okay, who can I serve? What are some entrepreneurial groups nearby? Find that, meet some people, and then use that 500 bucks to start taking them out to lunch, breakfast, dinner, dessert, you name it. And just see how I can serve them. What, you know, who I can connect them with? What answers can I give them? What can I give them that's of value to create a real friendship? And when you create those kind of bonds and those ties, Man, they'll talk you up. They'll, you'll get so many connections and open doors that it's awesome. I mean, that's how I met you, John. It right. was just through that very same means. Let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, parting words. I think if there's anything is that, you know what? Keep moving forward. Keep persisting. Keep on keeping on. I mean, don't keep doing the things that don't work, obviously, 
but find great people to guide you and, and, and help give you that hope, inspire you and help you move forward. And, uh, and then uh, you know, ways to reach out to me. I mean, I've got my website, moneyripples.com. That's M-O-N-E-Y-R-I-P-P-L-E-S.com. You know, and I've got a podcast as well. I mean, if you love listening to shows like this, I've got the Chris Miles Money Show that you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I'd love to be able to keep serving you. Boom. Fire Nation, Boom. you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with CM and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Chris in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. And of course, episode 502. It'll be pretty cool to listen to both those episodes back to back to see the similarities and of course, the big differences. And of course, check out moneyripples.com for all the killer content that you've been hearing today and then some. And the Chris Miles Money Show is in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, all the major places that you can listen to a podcast. Make it happen, Fire Nation. And Chris, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven to an eight-figure-a-year business, all from my living room, text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite.